Are you anxious? Stressed? Mind racing? Do you have trouble sleeping? Are you looking for secrets to peace and a happier life? Join Spiwe Jefferson, certified mindfulness practitioner and lawyer, dedicated to helping you learn to apply mindfulness meditation to the personal and professional challenges of everyday life. Harness the power of mindfulness meditation to live and work to your highest and best purpose, starting with just five minutes a day. Well, hi there, and welcome to Mindful in Five, where we learn how to apply mindfulness and meditation to the challenges of everyday life in bite-sized episodes for people with no time. My name is Spiwa Jefferson, and today I want to share some ideas for how you can use mindfulness to hold on to your dreams. To illustrate our topic today, I'm going to tell you a story of my friend Singita. And by the way, if you would like to get to know her better, Singita is one of the characters in my upcoming book, Mindful in Five, that will be published soon. Hers is one of the four examples you can follow to effectively apply mindfulness meditation to the challenges of your own life. Anyway, Singita has four siblings, the eldest of whom is quite unkind. She also has a very troubled relationship with her mama, and her dad disowned her, but that's a topic for a different day. Anyway, Singita is from Chennai, India. And when she came to the United States, she became a physician, payment, and practice management specialist. Woo! That is a handful. Every time I want to talk about what she does for a living, I have to go look it up. When she told her parents, she emphasized, intentionally, the physician part of that title. And they ran off to tell all their friends that their daughter was a doctor, which is not true, but... Her sisters keep her secret. In a support group that is central to the story in my upcoming book, Mindful in Five, Singita meets Barry Miles, a lawyer. She decides that she too would like to be a lawyer, but her sisters are far from supportive. And that's where we shine the spotlight on your situation. You have dreams and goals, but now you are discouraged. Your friends and family don't believe in what you're doing, and they haven't supported your dreams. What's worse, the dream itself isn't really panning out the way that you expected, and you're having some serious doubts of your own about whether you can really make it happen. The honeymoon is definitely over, and you are ready to throw in the towel. It's just not fun anymore. What now? Let's take a look at some historic figures, shall we? Let's start with Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison's teachers said he was, I quote, too stupid to learn anything. He was fired from his first two jobs for being non-productive. As an inventor, Edison made 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. When a reporter asked, How did it feel to fail 1,000 times? Edison replied, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. See there. 
Albert Einstein did not speak until he was four years old and did not read until he was seven. His parents thought he was subnormal, and one of his teachers described him as mentally slow, unsociable, and adrift forever in foolish dreams. He was expelled from school and was refused admittance to the Zurich Polytechnic School. He did eventually learn to speak and read, and even do a little math. <laughs> Most people didn't really know about the Microsoft Corporation, I'm dating myself here, until it launched the Windows operating system that changed the world of computing in 1985. But what many people did not know is that Bill Gates and Paul Allen started the real work back in 1975, and they first registered the name Microsoft with the Secretary of State in New Mexico in 1976. So, if you were thinking Microsoft Windows was an overnight success, think again. These are just a few of the stories of people who have been very successful. I remember hearing an interview that T.D. Jakes did on the podcast, Yes Girl, and he was talking about the perception of success and how people who don't know what goes into uh, the work in the background basically say, you know, things like, oh my gosh, you're so successful. And they, and they envy and they, and they see the trappings and they think it's all glamour and amazing things. But he said, you know, success does not feel like that when you're the one who's working on it. It feels like long hours. It feels like, you know, a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. It feels like, you know, worrying about the budget for this particular project because I've made promises and I only have this much studio time and we've got to get it done and it's behind schedule. And basically, you know, his point was it takes a lot of work to make things look effortless and amazing, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of work. So what are some of the effective ways to prepare for this kind of marathon, especially when you don't know how long it will take? You know, I, I can give you some ideas like have the right resources, set a reasonable timetable, develop an action plan for how to achieve your goal, work towards it consistently, assess every roadblock and determine whether it's a barrier or just a speed bump. All of those things are true, but I feel like the most important ingredients to your success is what you tell yourself about your situation. This can be heavily influenced by other people have said to you as you're growing up uh, and what other people say in the moment and in the time that you're making the effort. Uh, what they say that you absorb and internalize along the way. And these are the things that, you know, roll around in your head. These are the stories that hang on the walls of your mind. And they infuse ideas and suggestions and things that overlay your efforts. Uh, you may have stories that sound like this. I can totally do this. I've got this. I can do it, which is fantastic. Or uh, you may have stories that sound like this. Who do you think you are? What makes you think you can be successful? If this thing was possible, somebody would have surely already done it. And once again, who do you think you are? How dare you aspire to do this thing, right? 
so this month's guided meditation is called labeling. I would like you to refer to it and just practice sitting down in meditation for just five minutes a day. Practice labeling the thoughts that come to you as you think about your short-term and long-term goals and the things that you want to accomplish. If you receive the Mindful in 5 emails, the labeling episode would have been the first one for this month, and it would have come with the guided meditation. The guided meditation is in every email that you receive all this month long. So if you haven't been a member of the Mindful in 5 Mindful Ninja community, which is what I call the members of the community who receive the weekly emails, you can sign up. But if you want that particular episode, you can send me an email at uh, info at spewajefferson.com and ask me and I'll make sure you get a copy of it. But all that to say, labeling these thoughts is going to be helpful because, you know, mindfulness is all about being present in the moment without judgment, right? So identify without judgment any negative stories that you're telling yourself, like, this will never work, I can't do this, I'm not smart enough, and just label those ideas that come into your mind. Don't kick yourself for having them. Just identify them and label them. Labeling them will allow you to face them and examine their source and eliminate the negative stories that are not helpful for your endeavors. You will find this month's guided meditation in your weekly inbox along with this week's podcast. So to recap, take a look at your personal and professional goals this week and examine the stories that you are telling yourself about these goals. Use the labeling technique to flush out those messages you are transmitting to yourself. Amplify the positive things that you want to continue to say and find ways to replace the negative stories that you're telling yourself with the positive things that you want. What this is going to do, I hope, is it will encourage you to continue along the path of pursuing the goals that you have set for yourself. And as we discussed in a previous podcast, you lean towards the strongest impression in your mind. And therefore, if what you're telling yourself is, I can do this, I can do this, I got this, you're much more likely to be successful in all of your endeavors. You might need to swerve, you might need to make some adjustments, you might need to replace some parts of them with other things, but don't give up. If you don't yet receive the Mindful in 5 emails, sign up in the notes for this podcast and don't miss out on another technique. You will immediately receive a proven five-step toolkit to jumpstart your meditation practice in addition to new guided meditations each month and invitations to meditation sessions live with me and members of our Mindful in 5 community. You will also receive advance notice of the premiere edition of the upcoming book, Mindful in 5. Until next time, this is BUA saying be mindful and be well. Thank you for listening to Mindful in 5. 
Join the Mindful in 5 community at www.mindfulin5.com to sign up for the weekly companion emails to this podcast, which include a new guided meditation each month and five-day, five-minute meditations to supercharge your journey towards inner peace and success. Visit the Instagram page at Mindful in 5 or the Facebook page at Speedway Publications. Until next time, be mindful and be well.